Welcome down to the lower level of Segra Stadium. We are in the Skipper's office and joined on the Woodpeckers pregame show by the Skipper himself. It is Joe Thon. Joe, welcome on in. Hope your All-Star break was good. Everybody uh, coming back into town, getting ready to have the first home stand out of the All-Star break. And, and did you get to relax a little bit? I know we're almost at the 100-game mark in the season. Everybody's getting a little tired, but how was your break, Joe? Uh, Jeff, yeah, I'm good, man. The guys have been working good. The, uh, they're healthy. They've been uh, working hard, you know. I'm mostly worried about them, their mind, their bodies, mm-hmm. see how they're doing. You know, these, these games take a toll on you, and they accumulate. So uh, I'm good. I've, I've had, we, these Mondays off are very, very nice, too, so I'm getting accustomed to those, too. Yeah, the Monday off days are, are nice. As a player uh, from, from your days, do you remember you know, going to the All-Star break and how you felt physically before that break, and, and just how much good do you think that four days does for guys? Some of them stay in the area, get some treatment. Some of them go and just relax and see family. But how beneficial were those three, four days off for you in, in your playing days when you were in the lineup every day? Oh, it's just one of those mental resets, even physical, you know, because you play so much. And uh, when I played, our schedules kind of, it, it varied. We had one season that we had uh, no days off in a full month. Mm-hmm. We just kind of rolled through three, three or four game series, and you kind of just went through it. So those uh, all-star games were all-star breaks, so to speak. They were, they were great, you know, a good mental reset and, uh, you know, keep going through the second half and finish strong. Yeah. Coming right out of the All-Star break, uh, we were kind of just talking on the broadcast. It was probably the perfect time for the Woodpeckers just to reset and then go on the road for a quick little three-game series against Kannapolis. And it was a good Friday night, a 10-5 to win for the Woodpeckers. Logan Cerny, who's you know continuously been one of the top players in this league for the last couple of months, he went four for four. Joey Loperfito had a couple of doubles. When you consider those guys, Cerny, Loperfito, what they've meant to uh, this team on the offensive side, how much easier is it? been is for you as a manager too to just have those guys to slot into the middle of your lineup every day and and know that they're going to put together the bats they have over the last couple of months it's like you said when they accumulate so much uh, professional at bats often it's very easy to put them in the middle and top of the order mm-hmm. you know they they go about the work correctly cerny has grown up a lot mm-hmm. you know he's been very professional since of late uh Loperfito is a you know, great professional as well so mm-hmm. you know those guys you know you don't really have to worry about taking care of business doing their things and uh those over four, over fives seem to be taken very, very well, and they bounce back very quickly to the next game. You know, that's all you really want because it's an inevitable. They, mm-hmm. you know, the game is tough, and they just they, they get good at bats consistently. You know, that really is helpful. One of the guys that's been getting good at bats too as of recent has been Jackson Hallmark. It's been great to see him put together a good series in Myrtle Beach. Finally, a couple of those balls he barreled up left the yard. It seemed like he had a bunch of them earlier in the year that died on the warning track, but he finally gets a couple balls out and has found ways to walk. He's had some productive outs as well. Uh, Hallmark's season was kind of a struggle the first couple of months, but he seems like a guy who's very persistent. He's I've heard him uh, being talked about as a great clubhouse guy that everybody loves talking to. What have you liked about his turnaround he's had at the plate the last couple of weeks? Because right now you got him at the top of the lineup card most nights. Yeah, he's he's been uh, adjusting very, very well. You know, it's his first time playing professional baseball. It's a full season. So the sample size is very small, luckily. So he is a very, very twitchy player. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get on – if he, if he gets on base, he's a very, very uh, dangerous threat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been accumulating a lot of good at-bats lately. That's why I put him up top. Uh, when he gets on first, he can get things going very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're very, very happy with the work he's been doing. He started a little slow at first, but like he's getting his, uh, his at-bats in, growing up, and getting a professional at-bats. And that's all I really want. It's a long season, right? we got, mm-hmm. what, six, seven weeks left, and you can right. finish strong as well. 
This is the time of year, too, Joe, where we just had the, uh, the the MLB draft. So like last season, you have this whole flock of new players that comes in around August last year. We had we had uh, Lo Profito, Quincy Hamilton, Will Wagner, Chad Stevens. The list goes on of, of all of these new guys coming into town. Um, do you have a sense at, at this point of you know how different the roster may look uh, within the next week or two? Or and, and do you think that's something that you know players think about at all? Saying okay, this is the time where guys go up, some guys go down. You know where does they kind of take uh, uh, take stock of I guess where they're at at the moment in the system? Where do you get the sense guys' heads at are around this time of year? Well, it's inevitable. You know, the guys know what's going on. They know the draft coming. It's part of the industry. Mm -hmm. uh, it's something they have to deal with, the stress and deal with, the pressures. But uh, it's just take care of their thing. Um, we seem to get a big uh, big wave of those guys as of late. It's mm -hmm. kind of hard to predict who and how many people will come our way, mm -hmm. if any. Yeah. So, But, you know, our guys, they've just been putting heads down at work. Uh, it's all you can really do. Uh, the same pressures in guys in AAA and AA and, and big leagues. They, you know, there's people all over the place playing well, good baseball, mm -hmm. playing your position. So it's something that these guys understand, and the bet, the more they can just take care of their thing, play professionally, do do their you know do the work. It's something that is just it's part of the industry. You have any good memories uh, left from the days you were drafted, 2010 fifth rounder? I believe it was Toronto Blue Jays uh, came calling. What do you remember from your draft day uh, back in 2010? Uh, what I remember is that I was in the beach. I was uh, yeah, I was in the beach. I got the call, and then. Uh, I completely lied to Alex Anthopoulos. He said, like, what were you doing? I was like, I kind of panicked. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm lifting, whatever. I was like, no, I'm in the beach, like, with friends, chilling. Oh, I was wow. like, got a little panic because yeah. you're like, you didn't expect anything like that to happen. And you could just hear, like, the waves and stuff. <laughs> you sure you're grinding in the, in the gym, a little yeah. beach workout? <laughs> no, but it was, you know, you work so hard and kind of, I wasn't really thinking of the draft uh, much, but then all of a sudden it gets real, real quick. And mm -hmm. you're kind of going out like you're going to be a professional very quickly. And mm -hmm. your life definitely changes. You know, normal is not anybody else's normal. Mm -hmm. And that's what's fun about this industry that, you know, you get to do things and go to places that people don't go and don't do. So it's mm -hmm. it's very, very nice to see the, the fruition of their career starting now. And they, you know, you see them grow up from day one and mm -hmm. kind of see how the career goes. Yeah, Alex Anthopoulos too, and that now a, a World Series winning general manager with the uh, with the Atlanta Braves. So that's a, a cool guy to be uh, be calling you on draft day. Did you get the sense that you were maybe a fifth round guy or a top five round guy around that draft day time, or did somebody it was kind of random, or did they give you an idea of where you might go, or or how did that whole process work? Uh, you know how those things are. Some people yeah. tell you you're going first round, second round, you're not getting drafted at all. Mm -hmm. You know, you never know those things. Uh, every organization has their own draft philosophy and their own orders. So it's like, it's kind of hard to predict. Even this year, you see the mock drafts and they kind of don't really pan out because mm -hmm. every team has their own uh, priorities. Uh, but you know, like I, the more, the best I can tell uh, younger players that when mm -hmm. they're getting of that age is just take care of your stuff. You can be seen anywhere. And mm -hmm. luckily in this day and age, like social media, players are being seen everywhere. So it's, it's mm -hmm. a good time to be a ball player. Yeah, do you have any uh, any thoughts on, on Drew Gilbert? I don't know how much you've gotten to see him. First overall pick this year for the Astros. I know some of his social media highlights were, uh, were going all over at the University of Tennessee this year, hitting some walk-off grand slams, some some big-time bat flips. Have you gotten to see much of his his tape, Drew Gilbert? I've seen a couple of highlights. Yeah, he looks like a very exciting player, kind of a stocky, strong guy. So mm -hmm. it's, it'll be fun to see him play, see what uh, he brings to the club. Uh, I'll have to reach out to Ross from UH. I played with oh, him and had him. Yeah. As a coach, so I'll have to reach out to him and see what he got on him. 
All right. Well, uh, no doubt the Woodpeckers might look uh, different in a couple of weeks, but as of right now, uh, roster has many of the, the same names that have been in Fayetteville for a chunk of the year. The Low Profitos, the Cernies, come on out, watch them the rest of this week as the Woodpeckers get ready to take on the Carolina Mudcats for a six-game series at Segris Stadium. Joined with the skipper Joe Thon here on the pregame show. Joe, uh, thanks so much for taking the time, and good luck this week at home. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it, man.